Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in. So many fun things going on today. Maybe you're doing Fit Fest. Maybe you're out at the Home and Garden Show. Lots to do. And of course, big award show to get prepared for tomorrow. So we're here to help with that. I'm Allie Kaplan. Grant Whitaker is here today. Hi, Grant. Hi. Thanks for being here. You weren't out shoveling snow this morning? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I was just squatting yes. and burping. And yes, I had to do those things. So other people had to shovel. I love your leotard today. It's amazing. My leotard. Thank you. Yes. And my leg warmers. I like your sparkly. You're sort of like, what a good way to do a casual Saturday, right? You're in sort of like a track suit situation, but it's all sparkles. It is. It's got a little sparkles and a little tuxedo Where stripe. Where did you get that? It's from Target. Is it really? Yes. Recently? Yes. Dang. I know it's good, right? Why don't I see pieces like that when it's, I go to it's Target? It's like the Belmont of tracksuits. The Belmont of tracksuits. Of course it is. You would find, <laughs> I need to go to Target with you. Maybe you do. Yes. You could start selling that service. Go to Target like, with me. Yes. I love Target. Actually, it would be, it would make more sense for you to take people to vintage stores. Yeah. That's where you should. Yeah. Where you can really I'll just stand at shows. Target with a sign that says, fabulous <laughs> over <laughs> here. Come get me. I'll help you. Available. Yes. I'm fabulous. Uh, well, we are available to take your questions. It is that time in the show. 651-641-1071. If you want to talk shop, whether you have a question, an event coming up. Or just a good fashion question. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe you've been to an amazing store recently that you want to tell us about or want to know where to go. We're here for you. 651-641-1071. It's also prom season coming up. Oh, goodness. You know, I've had a yes. lot of calls where can my daughter find this great dress? Oh, and what do you what do you tell people? Well, I mean, it just really depends because, you know, I mean, teens are very um, honest about what they want to wear. Yes, indeed. You know, some of them like a little bit more reveal. Some of them like more classic. Some of them want to be princesses. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it really just depends on that. And then you kind of guide them in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it it is a tricky category where you don't want to be too childlike, yeah. but not too mature. Well, when I kind of think of you, I'm like, you're lucky you've got boys. <laughs> I'm telling you, there are many moments where I feel that way. Because I have seen some meltdowns about prom dresses, let me oh, tell yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, we will find you one. Right. We will get you that right one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it is. It is tricky for sure. Um, well, you can always um, email us if it isn't a, a good time, but, but you have a question. We try to answer them whenever we can. Um, if you go to mytalk1071.com and click on the Shop Girls page, you can always send us a note there, too. So are you excited for the Oscars? Are you excited for award season to be over? Or are you more excited for the Oscars? Or where are you? On no, I think I'm really excited. I think we have a good I think we have a good range of good films nominated. Yeah. Don't you? I think I love the female perspective and the presence. I think that's also lent itself. I think that female presence that's been so spoken about and talked about has lent itself to like a more invigorating fashion moment. I hope so. I just, I mean, I can't wait to see what Lady Gaga's wearing. Oh my God. I think, and she's had like a really good run. Oh, she has done this. I feel like she's played it perfectly. Yeah. And it's, it's never been too much. It's always been like right on the money. It's like I went from the meat dress, went back to the market and said, excuse me, do you have couture? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, no, but I mean, I think each each one, um, I mean, she's done a lot of white. She's done. I was so glad that she finally took her hair down for the Grammys. Yeah, me too. I loved that. I'm going to guess it's going to be up. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be something classy and sort of 
old Hollywood with a twist. Well, I wonder, um, it's also going to be interesting to see if she does a costume change for her performance. Oh, for sure she will. Don't you think? I hope so. Yeah. I mean, what that jump... feel like they're going to give the people what they want. Now, I know that there was there were a lot of people who didn't love her Grammys performance. I did. I loved it. I thought it was epic. And I loved the jumpsuit. Yeah, I loved everything about it. And I also it didn't surprise me that she wanted to go to do it so differently than in the movie. I think that's what bummed people out. But this that was her moment. The Grammys are hers. It's not about Bradley Cooper. And it's about music. Right. And so she just showed her range and her ability to reinvent and to do something in a different way. I feel like for the Academy Awards, they're going to give the people what they want and they're going to give us the star is born version of Shallow. Don't well, you think? Yeah, I mean, and that's what was so great. Are I we think. going to get Dirty Bradley Cooper? This is what I want to know. You love that title, Dirty I Bradley don't. Cooper. <laughs> I like the shaggy, <laughs> the, you know. But I mean, because he he went so clean cut at the beginning of the award season, and we were all kind of like, oh, yeah. kind of liked it when he looked. Can a you bring bit the grunge like back? The shower. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was kind of fun. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. It'll be it'll be fun to see. Um, I just hope that Bradley Cooper does not do the white tuxedo again. That was not my favorite moment of no, his throughout this I award agree. season. No. Yeah. Um, you came across a fun story about how celebrities, mm-hmm. the, the science of how the dresses yeah. are selected. Well, and it's really interesting. I mean, because there's you, first of all, there are a lot of politics about who gets what, who gets to wear what, who gets into what designer, who's going to get dressed, how they're going to get dressed. Right. I mean, all of those different things. I mean, I think what was really interesting, too, about the article was one of the things that we found out was like sometimes the length of time that if you're at a certain celebrity status, you can hold on to pieces for quite a while, Mm -hmm. you know? So typically, I mean, if you are Jennifer Lopez, that was, I mean, she was a big feature in that article, you know, and the stylists call out and say, okay, we need to dress, you know, Jenny from the block. (laughs) Typically you get four or five sketches that will come from a designer or Uh they will open the vault to what they have and say, what are you thinking? And the stylist says, you know, we're thinking this, this, and this, and this, and this. But if you're not in the upper echelon, meaning if you're kind of new into the market or you're just coming onto the scene, sometimes you don't get anything. Hmm. And it's and it's also tricky, I think, especially, the, I mean, obviously, the pr- there's no pressure like the Oscars. Yes. And it is the finale. And I think for a lot of people who've been on the circuit, who've been nominated and who've been at all of these award shows, it's like it's all building to this moment. Right. And so dresses have been worn. Dresses are being held. If you haven't planned right, you could be in big trouble. But, you know, the other thing that was really interesting in this article, too, was if you're not one of those stylists who kind of styles in that kind of, let's say, in the... um red carpet arena of things. What we realized in that article is the design houses kind of have an agreement where if you're a stylist that's working with a particular celebrity, you have to kind of involve yourself in the family of stylists. Right. Meaning, is she going to wear that dress? Okay, if that's available, can you send it over to you know, so-and-so so that they can take a look at it or, oh my God, you know, this individual doesn't have a dress. You know, it's all these different changes. It's so political and, and good luck if you're new. I mean, I love the part talking about, um, Yelitsa, uh, uh, Precio, I'm totally butchering her name. Um, she was in Roma. Yeah, I, and, I would butcher her name as and, well. And, you know, she's kind of a breakout star of the film and she's on the circuit, but because she doesn't have that name recognition and she's new, 
Um, it doesn't matter if you have a stylist, they can't get the dresses. But then they won at at the Golden Globes and suddenly a lot of closets opened up. Absolutely. And she was able to get a dress. I mean, it's just it's it's sad that it works that way, but that's but how it's it goes. also about presence. Mm-hmm. And what's your presence on the red carpet? You know? I mean, look at Jennifer Lawrence. They were talking about the contract that she had with Dior. It was a fifteen to $20 million contract and she could only wear Dior. Yeah. But, you know, she also had exclusivity to kind of be able to be in the haute couture versions of Dior. Right. You know, that's a pretty amazing moment. Not everybody gets to wear those pieces. Right. Um, well, besides Lady Gaga, um, some of the people that you might be looking for on the red carpet tomorrow night, um, do, you, do you have uh, favorites that you're, I mean, Amy Adams, of course, from who played Lynn Cheney. Yes. I just saw Vice last night. Finally. Right. Wow fascinating kind of frightening yeah. yeah i also saw i've been really catching up i've been trying to get them all done i saw bohemian rhapsody finally have you seen it i have not <gasps> and i'm dying to see Grant, it you should see it it's a lot of fun and it is and now i understand the fuss about um rummy malik i mean yeah. he does an amazing job i'm sure he does but but seeing christian bale as dick cheney i mean right unrecognizable right unbelievable the yeah. transformation you know who i'm excited to see i mean there's so many different celebrities of course that are going to come and look glamorous i always like to see those well-established actresses that are going to come like a meryl streep in this case glenn close i would be excited to see what she's going to wear yeah because you know it's not the atypical body it's a little different what is she going to wear for her age range is it going to be super glamorous right is it going to be a little bit more tailored you just never know yeah um, Melissa McCarthy is nominated. Regina King is is nominated. Who I thought First looked time. amazing at the Golden Globes. Yep. Um, obviously, we said Christian Bale. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. Who else? Glenn Close, you mentioned. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a big range of, of styles and, and people. It'll be really, really fun. And see. you always want, you know, like you, like you, I wonder, like I, I think of people like Jane Fonda, like if they're going to show up, what would they wear? Mm-hmm. You know, because she had that moment, of course, where she showed up and had this ponytail that was regal and like her bangs and the dress last year. And it was just like so um, gobsmacking beautiful. Right. I'm using that word a lot today. And I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Double gobsmacking. Totally. Wow. That's an epic show. Two gobsmack. It's a gobsmacking show. Um, well, it, it's fits. It's it's the uh, it's the big awards weekend, and of course, will be everyone from my talk will be online and uh, tweeting and interacting tomorrow. So, so you half got your the popcorn. Fun, yeah, I mean, half the fun of watching the red carpet these days is is what's going on on Twitter and kind of being part of the conversation. Absolutely, so it should be a lot of fun. That is tomorrow night. So get your popcorn ready. I think it's going to be a snow night, so it might be uh, fun to just. And I'll be on Twin Cities Live hunk- on Monday talking in the Oscar Roundup. Oh, very fun. Yes. Sarah oh Rogers and I will be going, weighing in on our opinions. I love that. So Everybody has an opinion. Take some good notes, yes. that's for sure. Okay, well, uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm actually, I'm going to be on with Lori and Julia. While you're downstairs doing that, See? I'll be up here. Yes, I'm going to review we'll meet with for them. happy I hour. I forgot about that. <laughs> right? I have to be here too, goodness. Okay, so we'll all be taking notes. We'll all be online. We look forward to chatting with you. And uh, when we get back, I know Harmony's not here and she might be upset, but we do have a tech report. That's next. Well, this is going to shock you, I know, but uh, Harmony is listening from afar. Just of course to, she just is. Just to make sure that we don't mess anything up. <laughs> and I know that she's probably going to be calling on all lines simultaneously when I say that even though she's not here, Grant Whitaker is sitting in today. I'm Allison Kaplan. And yep, it's still time for the tech report. 
Grant asked me if his job was just to like mock everything. So I guess taste of my own medicine. Or not huh? pay attention. Right. Look at yeah. your phone. Well, Harmony is always the smart one, and I always get you well, know I always give like her a it hard when time. When I say anything anyway, yeah. she so I might as well just catch up on emails. I'm like, you know, she's judging you. She's like, is that really tech, Allie? But, right, but we did have some some uh, fun stories that I thought that kind of cross between fashion and technology. One um, continuing on our theme of it being Oscars weekend, the Academy Awards tomorrow. I love this story. Um, It's on tcbmag.com. So, you know, obviously there is a lot of pressure in real time these days to get the fashion photos. Yes. You know, there's a process. There is, absolutely. When you're in the media, you can't just use photos without credit. But, you know, everything is happening so quickly. It isn't like you're printing for a magazine next week. you got to have it up on your website, literally almost as the people come down the red carpet. Instantaneously, yeah. Yeah, and it's a real challenge for magazines and websites and blogs. And the company that is helping helping a lot of media outlets get these photos, get them identified, get them, you know, ID'd with the kind of clothes, either in the designer and the and the and who the actress is wearing the dress. They're in Duluth. Duluth, Minnesota. How about that? That's I mean, so I just thought this was such a fun discovery. Our um, correspondent, our Twin Cities business correspondent, um, Jean Rebeck, uh, came up with this story this week. The company is called Runway Manhattan, based in Duluth, and it is a former um, Associated Press photo editor. Who she works for the New York Times, but she's from Duluth. Came home. Her she married a um, photographer. I think he's is he German. I think he was maybe from Germany. I think he is from Germany. Yes, yes, German-born photographer Marcus Mueller, who fell in love with Duluth. Herr Mueller. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they moved to Duluth, and they opened this service called Runway Manhattan, and they work with Thomson Reuters and a lot of the big agencies supplying the photos. Well, tomorrow for the Academy Awards, they are debuting a new technology called fashion brain and it's ai that will scan the photo fast and furious as it comes so that it won't even require a human to look at the picture and say oh it's lady gaga the the technology will know so the photos will get labeled and sourced so that then when you the fashion editor are like oh i need a photo of lady gaga stat it's already set for you and they haven't even had to take the time to do that. Well, and you know, I mean, in researching and when you're writing an article and you're trying to, you know, you're creating content, sometimes that's the last thing that you want to do yeah. is try to find the photo that's going to go with it. Well, and all those seconds count. Yeah, when it's Because you know, I mean, everybody, the tweets are coming, a, you right. know, a million a minute. And so it's just kind of fun. I just love that, you know, that technology opens up the world. We're a global world. You can live in Duluth. Yeah, And you absolutely. can be serving the red carpet in Hollywood. I think that's a lot of fun. You too can catch a plane. That's right. <laughs> okay. This story. Story just killed me. So Nike has been playing around. I mean, it's like this is a case of like just because technology exists doesn't mean we necessarily need to use it. Do we really need our sneakers to tie themselves? 
It's funny because I agree with you. There's a certain point where we also still have to be human beings and function and not be lazy. Learn how to tie your shoes, people. Yes, you can still do that as busy as you are. But Nike released this new technology. Um, I believe Harmony has reported on it in the past (laughs) here in the tech report. Um, It's called Nike. It's the Nike Adapt app. Mm. And so you put your shoes on and then you, it seems to me it would take longer, but you tell the app, okay, app, my shoes are on my feet, tie my shoes. Well, what do you know? They were recently released and there are problems. Of course. There are problems. The app isn't opening. The shoes aren't, um, aren't tying the way they're supposed to. And there are all these glitches for these $350 self lacing shoes. Yeah. Don't you want to go get a pair? I think this is the dumbest thing. I just think this is like why, you know, people are people are tweeting, I'm getting a connection error when I try to get my shoes laced up. And I'm thinking, how many times could you have tied and untied your shoes in the time it took you to try to open that app and then make that tweet that said that it's malfunctioning? I'm sorry I'm running late. I'm too busy working on my app for my (laughs) shoes this morning. (laughs) That's just silly. I don't know. I just feel like there have to be better uses for that brain power. I agree. So I'm going to guess that that will be discontinued or they'll i don't know they'll figure it out it'd be it'd be great if you could just put them on and they just laced right away yeah I mean, that would be fun yes i've also noticed and i don't like this trend either um shoes sneakers that look like they lace up but they don't they're actually slip on yeah those don't work well for actually like running no. like they're fine if you just want like quick and easy but like they don't. I, I accidentally ordered a pair for one of my kids. I didn't realize it. And, we, and I'm like, oh, he can't run in these. They're going to fall off his feet. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like, like it. Either. Let's just go old school. Just give me some laces. Yeah. I can tie a bow. Some thick laces. I learned how to do it. Yes. Um, okay. Then um, Garnier is rolling out hair coloring personalization tools. I like this article. You do? I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the idea here is that they're trying to help with the in-store experience so that they're doing this with Walmart and it's uh, it's a, it's being tested right now. But basically, if I'm understanding this correctly, you can stand in the aisle and literally try the hair colors on your own head. Yeah, to exactly. See how it's going to look. I know. Isn't that great, though? I think that's cool. Now, that to me seems like a good use of technology. Because, you know, I mean, have you ever done a box color? Yeah, it's scary. It is scary. And and you don't, and I'm never quite sure what I am. And like, if you have some blonde and some brown or whatever, I'm never quite sure, like, is this going to be too dark? Yeah. Is it going to be too red? So if you could stand in the aisle and test it out so that you know how it's going to look on you and you take home the right box, that seems worthwhile. Yeah, no one wants to look like a muskrat. Right. <laughs> so I like that. This is from Garnier and look for it in select Walmarts. It's being piloted right now and then a bigger rollout, um, I think, later this year. Um, I loved this grant. Did you see this? This is just, you know, we're here to serve. We're here to help. Of course. Um, so 15 rules of communication in the age of social media and phones. I mean, have you noticed like. Do you even listen to voicemails anymore? I do. You do? <laughs> well, but I do it. You're like, old school. You tie your shoes too. No, but like, don't you? I mean, like, especially with the technology of our cars these days, I like, I love being in the car and being on my phone. 
Okay. And so I'll listen to my voicemails and everything, you know, because I can talk to my car and I'm like, play this and do this. You're talking to your car. Yeah. Like, I like it. Okay. (laughs) All right. That's, I'm not going to worry about it. She got a good brain, that vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, But these, but I think that it has, I think that texting has made us more reluctant. I mean, I've, I can't tell you, it took me like three weeks to set up my new voicemail at work. I was just like, oh, it just, and now I get the messages come (laughs) in, they actually come to me. In, as emails, which I love, and then like I don't even ever listen to them anymore. No, I mean I do text to voicemail too, but you know there are times too where you want to hear a voice. Well, reach do, out and touch someone. Do you ever just randomly FaceTime someone? I all the time by mistake too. Okay, well if it's a mistake, that's one thing. But apparently the official new rules of etiquette for the new millennium don't randomly FaceTime. That requires an ask. First, you should be sending them a text and saying, "Can I?" FaceTime you. Yes. It's considered intrusive. It is. I agree. I mean, you could just not answer. Well, but what if you're in your robe, like watching TV? Okay. (laughs) Which is me like often. Also, and I feel like I'm probably guilty of this, a one word text. Like if you just say, okay, or you say, LOL, which who does? Because I use a laughing emoji. That's so much more fun. But one word texts are considered conversation killers. So don't do that unless you're really trying to end the conversation. Hmm. You need to, you need to offer more just like face to face. You would be continuing the conversation. I think I got a one word text from you last week. (laughs) I I think I'm guilty of that too. Um, Okay. We have more. We will continue because you need to know these. So we have to take a break. We'll be back with some more um, etiquette for the phone and some products, some new products that you might want to know about. That's next on shop girls. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. And you're going to be so glad you are because we are giving you the unwritten rules for texting and social media. It's going to totally up your game. Yeah. And you're also going to be like horrified by the things you've been doing wrong. I'm Allie Kaplan. I'm with Grant Whitaker. We gave you a couple of them, but we don't want to leave you hanging. So we'll just finish this up. Um, okay. This is really funny. Don't like your own posts. Oh, do you know this, Grant? I kind of do that sometimes. Oh, Grant, I'm so embarrassed for you. Oh, sure. <laughs> no, it, it's <laughs> this. The the article says, "Don't like your own posts." People see that, and it makes you look weird. Well, sometimes I am a little <laughs> weird. As long as you're good with that, um, and don't along the same lines, don't ask for likes, comments, or shares. Well, well yeah, who would ask? I mean, who would ask? Right. Um, don't take hours to respond without an excuse. I think come that's- on. I I don't think that's fair. Just because you text me doesn't mean that I'm right available. You know why I'm laughing, right? <laughs> I'm like, I think I sent that on Monday, but I think it's Sunday. Did she get it? I don't know. Well, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Is that reason? I mean, yes, I would say, you know, a text should suggest that it's more hmm. a, an immediate response is needed. <laughs> you know what happens to me? If I get a text and like, I can't respond that second, then I forget out of sight, out of mind. I think you should start. I, I will. I, I just will get include. so many. The yeah. volume is so heavy. I'm texting, but I'm scheduling a text back, please. Right. That could right. be a good thing, right? Okay, listen to this. Now tell me how you feel about this. It's okay these days to text happy birthday or Merry Christmas or other seasonal greetings. You don't have to call. 
What do you think? Uh, well, that happens with my family quite often. I get messages like from my sisters that's like, happy Valentine's Day. Or it kind of starts with a text or like a happy birthday, like in the morning, like, hey, maybe you're busy. Mm-hmm. But then the call comes. I think that's kind of nice. Do you, But does the text, does the birthday text replace the birthday call or do you still need to make the call? I think it depends on the relationship that you have with the person who's texting you. Okay. Don't you think? All right. Um, yeah, I yeah, I think so. I yeah. think in a lot of cases. It's like if nice. your son texted you happy birthday and then didn't call you or say it to you, that would not be cool. Well, no, especially since like, I mean, he lives with me, so he <laughs> yeah, probably exactly. has to just like run into me in the kitchen. <laughs> well, but I mean, um, when yeah, he goes no, no, out no, to no, college, yeah. you know. Oh my God, I can't go there. Um, don't deliver bad news over text. No, that's a that would be completely inappropriate. Yeah. Yep. Um, and consider this, if you have time to post on Snapchat, you have time to respond to text messages. Don't yes. get ta- don't get caught doing all your funny faces and filters on Snapchat when you haven't responded to your friends like Grant, who's waiting yes, for real we- answers to important yeah. questions. Speaking of answers to important questions, Kim is on the line. Hi, Kim. Hey, y'all. What can we help you uh- with? Okay, um, next weekend, I am going down south to my daughter's university for a mother's daughter's weekend at the sorority. Fun! And in the south, the sororities are very large. Yeah. Yes. And I, I feel like, honestly, I feel like that I overdress, and I'm just trying to figure out something great that I could wear without being... I mean, I, I want to look cute, but I don't want to overdo, and I might overdo usually. <laughs> I don't know, though. I would think in the South, you're, I mean, your overdue is probably right on. Right. I, okay. I think they're, they're, they're going to tend to, I would, and I would anticipate more dressed up than you would find here. Well, in but the that Midwest. would also be a question. Are you a big hair, big lash gal? Pretty much. Okay. So then maybe, maybe you could go a little less with the wardrobe, you know, like what's comfortable for you? Oh, well, that's just kind. I'm from there originally. So that's just kind of me, the jewelry, the, the whole nine yards. And I don't know. I just thought maybe it was, maybe it's too much for here every day. Well, you know what? Here's a good tip in working with people is if you, if that's your comfort zone, let's just say, you know, I like my big hair, I like my big lash, you know, then take, think about what you would wear that would be comfortable for you. Maybe think about a little bit of less color. That's one, Mm -hmm. a little less pattern, pattern and a little less jewelry. That's an easy thing to think about. Because yeah. then it okay. should still be you. You're Let the mother. Let something shine. Yeah. But if it, but if it's the hair and it's about the hair and the face, then yeah, I like that advice. And then also just Tone think about something too. You're going to be with your daughter and you're going to be around a whole group of other people. Think about something that's right. going to feel comfortable and confident for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like- right now, is it more m- muted tones? No. The thing is, it's actually the opposite. We have a lot more color than we've had in a long time. So, but just think about how you put those colors together. So, for example, let's say you're a sport coat gal or you like a little, you know, like shift coat or something. Think about that being a little bit more neutral, maybe a little bit of color, maybe a little bit of denim. You know, think about those good basics that you could pair with a little bit of color. Okay. Yeah. And then maybe, you know, a couple rings, but not a ring, a necklace and an earring. Got it. Okay. (laughs) All right, Kim. Have a great time. 
All right. Thank you so much. All right. I think you're going to look great. Um, that's fun. It is fun. Uh, okay. Uh, next on our agenda, a couple new products that you're going to know about from Target and from Urban Decay. Are you a Game of Thrones fan? Oh, my God. A huge Game of Thrones fan. Okay. I am like sitting on the edge of my seat waiting for this season to start. Seriously? I totally. When, and it starts soon, right? Yeah. I like I like am like a geek. I geek out over it. I love it. Okay. Well, then maybe I should get this for you. Um, Urban Decay is introducing new eyeshadow palettes <laughs> themed for Game of Thrones. Yeah. Now, what does Game of Thrones eyeshadow look like, you ask? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I don't know. Dead, bloody, scary. What What would it be? It's all of those things. It's um, kind of a dramatic turquoise, cobalt, smoky eye, berry stained lips. And it's a lot of color, yeah. actually. Does that make sense to you? Is that how you would envision Game of Thrones makeup coming together? Well, it sounds like they did a little White Walker on the on the eyeshadow. Do you uh-huh. know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then maybe thought a little bit more of like the more down south lip. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're playing with the whole fire and ice theme. Um, It's Urban Decay and it is um, supposed to come out to be timed for the the season premiere. I think it's April, right? I think somebody should come up with like the Khaleesi extension. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. That would be kind of cool. Like, here's the new Khaleesi hair color. Yeah. If you hear this idea and you're thinking of it, call me. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. You know, I, it'd be a fun gift or something if you're having a, a premiere party. Yeah. You, but, but I mean, I always wonder how well, I mean, obviously they're capitalizing on the success of the show. We're talking about it. They're getting headlines. But like, are people really going to go out seeking a but, Game of Thrones makeup palette? But, you know, over the the last years, I mean, this, I mean, it, it really is a great show, but there have been so many like preview parties. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're going to a preview party and you're like, what am I oh, going to wear? Oh, it's hardcore. I know someone you know? who they dress to the nines. They do full on costumes. Yeah. So maybe they need the Urban Decay Game of Thrones makeup. Go get that. Yeah, go get that. <laughs> exactly. All right. You know what else we're going to go get? We're going to go get our new bottle of $9.99 wine from Target. I like this. Target is adding a premium line of wine called The Collection. Yes. It's the luxury of grapes. Yes. It is. They're calling it premium and it's in quotes from premium California wines and the price is $9.99. Now I have to think that Target is trying to give Trader Joe's a run for the money because we all oh go God. for our three buck chuck yeah. and, and all yes. of that. Um, they want their own signature wine. The labels are lovely. I like the labels and I'm going to be honest, a lot of times I pick my wine based on the cute label. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So it's all about the packaging. But yeah, this is a new um, new line from Target that they're adding. Um, they're adding a um, Sauvignon Blanc. They're adding, I mean, it looks like white and red. And it's going to debut in stores, the collection, on March 3rd. But it is. It's supposed to be this like, like good price, high luxury wine. Mm-hmm. 
Good thing they didn't call it the bullseye wine. Well, yeah, no, that wouldn't have worked well. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to uh, taste it, see how it is. Now, another announcement from Target this week. They are expanding their um, art class line. This is one of several. Target mm-hmm. is, has gone so heavy into the kids' world, and they've been doing so well with some of these new lines that have been launched in the last couple of years. And it's really cute stuff. Yeah, so they launched this very trendy, little bit edgy, line for toddlers called Art Class, and now they're going to expand it. I guess they're bringing it to um, more sizes. I think they're finding that there's just tons of room in the marketplace, especially with Toys R Us and Babies R Us leaving, that parents want stylish, cool, you know, fashion moments for their kids. The, The prices are right, and they're doing really well. So more Art Class coming to Target very soon. I like that. Get your wine, get your children's clothing. Yes, exactly. This is why it's we a love party. Target. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, when we get back, a um, a surprise uh, retail establishment that you know well is for sale. Maybe you want to think about buying it and reinventing it. We'll fill you in on that and end with your steals and deals. Straight ahead on Shop Girls. Now if we Can't end a show without a little marshmallow, right, yeah, Grant? I was dancing in my seat. Yeah, you were dancing recently at the actual marshmallow concert, I was, right? At How the was armory. it? Oh my god, it was great. You are a major armory groupie. Every time I see your social, you're dancing or you're at some concert there. Well, you I will love say, that venue. If you have not been there before, it is such a great space to see a live performance. Yeah. Cause it's, it's big, but it's not too big. And mm-hmm. it, it's such an intimate space in that way and seeing a concert and you know, it's got such historical value. Again, if you have not gone to the armory, amazing, amazing venue. Check the lineup and yeah, see what's absolutely. coming there. Um, you know, the tickets that I wish I had for this evening. Can I say it on the radio? It's the name of a show. No, I can't let's, say it. let's not. I know what you're talking about, what but just is. be safe. It's the show <laughs> that is, it's been around for six seasons, but it is all of a sudden gone crazy on Netflix. Hmm. And I've been watching it too. And it's spelled, can I spell it? Yes. S-C-H-I-T-T Creek. Oh. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So it's what you think, but it's spelled a different way, and it's about a town, and it's Eugene Levy and his son, and it's it's his actual kids who are in it with him, um, and and his son Dan Levy is the co uh, co producer and writer, and they are on tour, and they are here in town. Um, I believe uh, what's his name? Um, who's the sidekick on the show? Chris. Uh, oh come on, you guys. Super famous as well. Another (laughs) comedian. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Other people are yelling at me through the phone, through the radio right now. Um, Wait, I'll find it. The the entire cast is like incredibly, incredibly talented. And um, they are all here. And I... the, the. it's I don't I had didn't realize that they were coming, but the thing is like almost sold out. And I think there are just like a few tickets left. Catherine O'Hara plays the wife. Chris Elliott. Chris Elliott. Oh, okay. There yep. it is. And they're all here. Yeah, spit and it out. They're gonna be yeah. <laughs> they're gonna be at the Orpheum tonight. So if you could snag a last minute ticket to that, that would be a ton of fun. I love how too. hope is like always the like here's what we can or can't right. say. Well, I, don't I just want to be careful. Involved. I don't know. Oh, I know yeah. it is. It's a tricky thing. <laughs> yeah. And in fact, I saw um, Dan Levy, who is Eugene's Levy's son. Eugene Levy's son was on with um, Stephen Colbert this week, and they had to do like every time he said it, they had to like they flashed it on right. the screen so that oh, people okay. understood that he wasn't swearing. Right. It's a different spelling. Yeah. It's thanks, the name Holly. Of a show. We got. We got it. Yeah. 
But it's just fascinating to see how things catch on, and especially in this age of like where we binge on shows, right. you know, where the show has been around. But I know. Netflix started promoting it. I just uh, finished uh, this first season, yeah, and I was like, "Oh, there's four seasons." I feel like I'm so behind. I've it's never funny. heard of this show. It's really funny, you guys. Yeah, it it's is. good. Yeah, um, and it's not so like I'm watching it with my 14 year old. And he loves it. He thinks it's hilarious. And it's a little edgy, but like not mostly within the realm of. Well, and speaking of shows, you know, I heard Elton John this week was really good in town. Yes. I saw lots of highlights. Yeah. I mean, I heard it was really spectacular. Yeah. Um, I wish I had been at that, too. Oh, shoot. We had a little ready or hot going on. Regrets. We did. We had ready or hot. Um, Okay. Well, listen to this. This is going on. Maybe you want to get your pennies together because you, too, could own. Calhoun Square. It's for sale. We've been talking a lot lately about a lot of pennies, just a lot. Yeah, a lot of pennies. Um, Just the dramatic upheaval that is going on in Uptown. And I mean, you know, this has happened before and neighborhoods change and morph and retail evolves. But, you know, five years ago, there were these ambitious plans to overhaul Calhoun Square Mm -hmm. and kind of reinvent it for. And there was talk about doing like a food hall in the middle. And, you know, and they got a few news, you know, they got H&M, they sort of turned it more outward facing, you right. know, putting the stores on the first level with doors to the street. But unfortunately, the inside never really became anything. And it's no. basically just become a glorified through fare from the parking ramp to the street. And then the street has its own host of problems right. with North Face closing and the Victoria's Secret space. So, so anyway, it's now for sale. And um, will be very interesting to see what could happen and how it gets reinvented. What would you do with Calhoun Square? Well, you know, it's funny, like thinking about that space, I think there needs to be there's no activity within that space. Mm -hmm. You know, like when you think of Mall of America or, you know, even the Galleria, there are certain experiences that tie into a space that really want people to go there. Yeah, You know, I would need some time to think through that. But I I love the idea of creating some sort of marketplace, you know, like making it sort of like what about just an ongoing pop up with things that changed out? I mean, it's a very kind of communal space space in the middle there and you could update it and change it. But, you know, I mean, creating a, a true um, marketplace food hall kind of thing, I think could be really cool. Well, it's just interesting. I think Live it did, performances. it's nice. I mean, the way that they updated the street was nice, but I think that closure being closed for so long, it did a lot of damage. Yeah. You know, a yeah. lot of those stores, I think, closed. But you're right. That Victoria's Secret space on the corner, too. God, wow. But it sounds like and it's interesting because it, as empty as it feels, it, Calhoun Square is currently 80 percent leased. But there are a lot of leases that are set to expire very soon. Um, Famous Dave's is going month to month. Kitchen Window, been there for a million years. Right. Their lease expires in November. Um, H&M is there through 2020, but they have a clause that could allow them to opt out if sales haven't met a certain threshold. Which I is do know what I would do with that space. What? I think I would bring in all the top luxury retailers and put them in that space. Like the really name, name brands. We don't have anything like that in the Twin Cities at all. Yeah. But could you imagine being able to walk into a space that was like your Gucci and your Versace and oh, all of those things happen. in a space? No. I don't think so. Well, I have pennies. Okay, well, then you do it. (laughs) If you do it, I'll go shopping. That's for sure. Um, Okay, we have just a couple seconds left. Um, You want to do steals and deals real quick? 
All right. Uh, what can we tell you in about uh, a second flat? Well, I want to tell you about this opening that's happening. It's called Cream and Amber, and it's opening on Thursday. It is a new um, bookstore coffee house, an independent bookstore and coffee house opening in downtown Hopkins mm. on Main Street. I think this is delightful. Yeah, that sounds amazing. You don't. There are so few independent bookstores these days. They haven't had one in downtown. Hopkins in many years, in like 10 years, and it's opening this week and they're going to serve um, beer, they're going to serve coffee, and it's going to be like a whole little experience. New and used books for sale, and it's opening on Thursday. So check it out. That's called Cream and Amber. Um, You've seen a couple of good sales as you've been out and about shopping this week. Yeah, because I mean, there's a lot of really great sales, like going through the Galleria. I mean, Dugo has major sales from 50 to 70% off. Roe Wolf has major sales from 50 to 90% off. I mean, there's just everyone is doing that that sale time. Grethen House, another one. Yeah, good stuff on sale. Oh my God, Bumbershoot, another one. Really? You know, a lot of the stores right now are in that transition time. And I think, you know, you they hold on to certain things because of our climate. So if you're looking for that like last minute great winter coat or nice piece, great time to get out and get it. And we certainly still have time to wear it. One last one. Julia Moss Designs in Uptown has her big sale and it's it's going through this week 70% off on some great home accessories and decor. So check that out. Grant, thanks for being here today. Thank you so much. This just flew by. Have a great weekend, everybody. Catch you next Saturday for more Shop Girls.